morning, DGC. Today, a little bit different. Dude is, he's taking the day off. He says he's hanging out with his wife, but I guarantee you he's really biking, right? <laughs> hey, we're hanging out. I've got, of course, Grambo with us. Superstar producer, how you living, brother? Oh, man, I'm living good. This was a good week and it's a good holiday yesterday. I had a lot of fun, so hell yeah. Good, good, sir. And I got Banner and High C. We're going to talk a little bit of uh, future. We're going to look into the future. Into the future? Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. I barely remember the past, all right? I'm good with the past. <laughs> all right, I'm good with the present. Now, we're going to talk about uh, this whole rescheduling of cannabis thing, the legalization of cannabis. I get air quotes around that and what it really means. And uh, has everybody heard what's going on? Descheduling. Oh, man. Banner. Future's so bright. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. shades. I got to get the transition. Yes. See, Banner gets it. I like that guy. They're, they want to uh, or reschedule cannabis. Actually, I tell you what, just hit this meme for me because this says it in a freaking meme right here. Quit playing. Deschedule cannabis. And descheduling means that it just becomes like alcohol or, you know, whatever, where you, you, there's, it's not on the controlled substance list anymore. Alcohol is not controlled? I don't think it's not scheduled. It's not a scheduled drug. Mm. Uh, but uh, they want to make it Schedule 3, which means that Schedule 1 is high potential for abuse, no medicinal benefit. And they want to make it Schedule 3, which is uh, shows medicinal benefit and you can start studying it. That's the big problem with Schedule 1 is you can't study it. Mm -hmm. So a Schedule 3, at least you can study it. And Big Pharma gets their meat hooks on it, is what I'm thinking. So I just saw this, uh, quit playing descheduled cannabis, and I think they are playing. Just isn't there an election coming up? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, wow. What, what's Cannabis is really popular? Yeah. What is the purpose of you can't study it? Oh, uh, yeah, because it's schedule one. Just well, they don't wait. Why can't you study it though? Why is that? Because they say it has no medicinal value. Do you realize they made these laws like when Richard but, Nixon was in office? But hold on. Wouldn't studying it find out if it had <laughs> that's, a, that's the catch twenty two. That's a conundrum, that, brother. The bullshit detector is there's a lot. Do me a favor, Grandpa. I found a decent article. What rescheduling marijuana would would and wouldn't do, mm. and I will uh, I will uh, forgive them of the faux pas like of using higher. marijuana. It says, <laughs> although it would leave federal prohibition essentially untouched, the change would facilitate medical research, and here's a big thing: dramatically reduce taxes on state licensed suppliers, and. Cannabis has got to come down to price, and it really is expensive, mm. uh, and it doesn't need to be. So uh, the big deal is that cannabis, uh, the, the people that are producing cannabis right now are getting taxed just completely unfairly. They're not allowed to deduct certain things, and I think they're paying like a 70% tax rate as to where most people are paying around, you know, corporates are paying around 30. It says it in here. Uh, so it wants to be about, they want to take it from schedule one to schedule three, where it would join medications such as Tylenol with codeine, uh, and anabolic steroids. Hmm. It would also facilitate cannabis research. It would have important tax implications for state light marijuana businesses. And, but here's the, it would, at the same time, it would leave federal marijuana prohibition essentially untouched. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, what are we doing here, man? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, wow. It's just another empty politician's promise to get us to vote for him? Well, when you hear the headline, though, doesn't it sound good? It sounds like 
like times are changing and things are getting better. Yeah, it says here, rescheduling marijuana would make it easier to conduct the sort of research that might pave the way for winning FDA approval of specific cannabis-based cannabis medications. So all they're doing, Brilliant. they're taking this and pushing it right back to big pharma. No, you can't patent an herb, but you can patent an isolate and you can patent a process. Or we can just regulate and control who's able to make it and sell it. Yeah, or... That might be where it leads to. Yeah, it's definitely leading to regulation and control. Oh, and control. Yes, hello, control. Yeah. Uh, hey, this this was uh, interesting about the taxes, okay? So this is talking about the, the tax penalties that currently uh, cannabis, cons- or cannabis growers are penalized with. And it says under section blah, blah, the Internal Revenue Code, uh, there's a provision, a provision aimed at illegal drug traffickers that those suppliers are not allowed to deduct standard business expenses when they file their federal tax returns. Although counterintuitively, they can deduct cost of goods sold, meaning that marijuana itself is deductible while all the expenses associated with selling it, such as rent and payroll, are not. These guys are, he says right here, ordinary business pays an effective tax rate of about 30%, while marijuana businesses with the same gross income and expenses pay an effective tax uh, rate of 70%. Holy cow. Yeah. So if it becomes Schedule 3, marijuana merchants will be able to claim the same tax deductions as other businesses. Says, I cannot emphasize how uh, enough how the removal of whatever this tax bill is, would change the industry forever. Wow. Says, I I view tax after having worked as a lawyer, Vince Wawowski lawyer, having worked with cannabis businesses for 13 years, I view taxation as the largest affront to marijuana businesses. Mm. So right now we're in Colorado. Right. And you can have, we've got slightly different laws than what the federal government allows. Federal government always trumps state law, though, man. But they let us, they kind of ignore the fact that we have dispensaries and we have uh, regular consumer laws that are not federally legal. Sure. But if you have a business, like you have a dispensary or you've got a business set up, there's a lot of kind of gray area right now. Jargle. Banks don't want to mess with you. Your taxes are kind of like, do I pay taxes this way? Do I pay taxes <laughs> this way? Would this help? streamline that process and make it to where everybody who's got a business doesn't have to worry about how they're paying their taxes? I don't know, man. For me, this looks like it's just wide opening the door or opening the door wide open for really big business, i.e. big pharma to come on in. They've got the the lawyers and, uh, you know, that legal infrastructure to start patenting uh, specific isolates. Yeah. Uh, they've got the, you know, all they're waiting for is banking and taxation to be solved. And it looks like they just solved taxation. Generally in business, we have this thing called regulatory capture, where as soon as a market's allowed to be regulated, it's the biggest players that come in and buy up all the regulators so that they write the rules that disadvantage the small guys. I'm hoping that doesn't happen with cannabis, but it looks like that's the direction we're going. <laughs> Sorry. I spontaneously laughed at that one. <laughs> I don't know who to trust more with this business talk. The guy that looks like a cop or the guy with tattoos? <laughs> or maybe the deadhead dude. Man. I don't know, man. I'm like the most trustworthy person in this whole room. <laughs> I'll talk to the cop, guys. Don't worry, man. All right? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's interesting what's going on. And I just can't help but think that it's... 
there is some some kind of corporate rock takeover about to happen here. Because right now, it's, it's I, I took marketing in school. Okay, I studied marketing. Fragmented market. You take a plate and you drop it, and it breaks into a bunch of fragments, a bunch mm-hmm. of different pieces. Think of each different pieces as a, a company or a family that's that's making money and a living off of cannabis. Uh, yeah, like big pharma. There's just like a few big chunks in there. There's not a whole mm-hmm. bunch of little fragments in that. Or so. the whole plate. Yeah, yeah. So. so I wonder if you're watching this right now. Let us know what you think in the comments. Is this good for cannabis? Is this bad for cannabis? Are our concerns legitimate? You're right. Well, this is from Reason.com. That's where I've been reading this article from. A better way, this is the op-ed piece, uh, would be to repeal the federal ban on marijuana by descheduling the drug instead of merely moving it to a different, somewhat less illegal category. Mm -hmm. That reform, which two-thirds of Americans support, would simultaneously address all the other hazards caused by the conflict between federal and state prohibition. Ain't, ain't no, no money, money in, in that. that. Damn straight. It's just dirty, man. Just dirty, you know? Imagine that, man. The crap you're hearing on TV isn't all straightforward. I <laughs> trust the expert. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, this kind of started with the conversation. Me and you, me, me and High C were eating ramen noodles a couple days ago. Mm. And sushi. God, that's mm, my that's favorite funny. simple. I don't know. Is that a simple pleasure in life? I, I, don't, I love sushi and ramen, <laughs> man. <laughs> but we were talking and I, you asked me, you said, hey, who is the uh, cannabis grower? Who is the cannabis grower going to be in five years? Because it's not going to be that free market guy that's out there slinging, you know, $100 quarters. Who is it going to be? And Banner, you're a great guy to bring into this conversation because I think it's going to look a lot like you. <laughs> no, I mean, why do you, how long have you been growing? Eight years. Eight years, Nine right? Years. And what, what motivated you to start? Um, it's easy. I'm telling you, it's me yelling. It's easy. Grow. Here, I'll give you a year. No, <laughs> no, it was, uh, I don't want to buy weed. I want to just grow my own. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't want to grow what I want. Enjoy it. But you smoke flour, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just curious with all the different products that are coming out. Like, Grandpa, do you smoke flour at all? Oh, yeah. A lot. In fact, I got some uh, some Taking Tops runs going down right now. Super Really? Super I always great. see you as a cartridge guy. Yeah, that's as I'm always on the road. Whenever I sit down in a chair, I, I got my spoon. Grandma's multifaceted. He'll, he'll be chomping some edibles. Hitting some carts and rolling a joint at the same time. He's an enigma. Yeah. You guys all all are flower? Flower. 100% flower. flower. What do you think as far, I mean, convenience. I think Banner and I were talking about just the convenience of hitting a cart, the low profile of it. It's going to be tremendously, it's going to keep uh, growing in Mm -hmm. popularity. In five years, how you know, what's what percentage of the market is going to still be flour? Because you can't make those cards at your house really easy. Some people I know people that make cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I do. It's too. becoming a more accessible thing. What what I wonder though, because that's consumer, but we're talking about provider growers. Obviously, it seems like if more states become like Colorado is black market growing gray market growing probably are going to be way, way less. uh, Commercial growers that are growing for the dispensaries probably going to increase. But as far as people growing at home, people growing maybe less than 100 plants, 
who's that going to look like? That's what I'm curious about. That's 100 it, plants. I'm thinking less than 10 plants. Same thing, yeah. But who is that going to be? Is it going to be the stoner that wants to grow their own? Is it going to be homeowners that want to make a little bit of extra income? Is it going to be Banner talks about the craft people that they just want to grow their own and, and make it as, as good as possible right. and grow that top shelf stuff? Who is it going to be? What can we associate it with? The closest thing I could think of was the hot pepper guys, the, what are they, the pepper heads. You know, they're always trying to grow chili heads. Chili heads, thank you. They're always trying to grow the strongest peppers. I got this Carolina Reaper now. Mm. This ghost pepper is now taking over. And we test it with Scoville units. Might as well be THC percentages. You know, it kind of seems like there are some parallels. These are pretty extreme people. It's a hobby. It's a hobby, yeah. So does that, does that mean, I guess, does that mean that the majority of the growers five years from now are just going to be like extreme hobbyists, the people that are like, hey, this is a part of my identity. It's not how I make my income. It's just something that I love doing because this is who I am. I'm a grower. I, I You guys are my marketing team. You tell me, but I, seen, I suspect that. Yeah, and then just to be able, it is becoming a lot easier to grow. Mm -hmm. I mean, just to be able to set up a two by four tent. I was just out of town for a solid week. Came back and my plants are, are looking good. Amazing. So, yeah, so it's not that hard. It's become a lot easier. The information is out there. I think that makes a big difference. It's easier to get genetics too. It sure is. It sure is. Well, and as the markets opened up, we haven't gone schedule three yet, but all of us are doing our research. So it's becoming more, we're sharing information. We do shows like Dude Grows and that information is getting out there. The community's built. So it's becoming a lot more, it used to be very mysterious. Right. And it's not that way anymore. No, it's wide open. It's accessible. And then the, the cannabis uh, acceptance is just completely, mm -hmm. just completely, it's everywhere. Uh, Grambo, do me a favor. Will you click on this article about, uh, yeah, senior citizens are the fastest growing cannabis clientele. I Googled this, uh, I Googled and found this article because my mother-in-law, <laughs> I called her up yesterday and I was like, hey, I'm going to the dispensary to get some cards. Do you want me to get you one? She's like, no, I was just there yesterday. I loaded it <laughs> up. I got yes. that. I got some edibles. Oh, I'm like, yeah. no. When she doesn't give a shit, about walking into the dispensary. Dude, this is how I know it's over, all right? My brother Trip, okay, there's a drive, there's a driving school guy, all right, that teaches people how to drive. He's always driving around a neighborhood. I won't out him. I guess I am. He's got his, you know, his the sign on the top, so and so's driving school. Dude, I'm following him. And I'm like, dude, he seems to where else would he be going? But the dispensary. Like, that's the only thing <laughs> that's the only store here. And so, dude, me and him park next to each other at the dispensary. And I asked him, <laughs> I said, Hey, will you teach me how to drive really good baked, man? <laughs> he laughed. Driving school guy's got a sense of humor, man. You know? I remember when I first met your mother-in-law. And she was telling me, I'm so glad that Scott doesn't grow anymore. I was so worried when he used to grow. It's so beautiful out at his new place. It smells like skunks sometimes. That's the only thing I don't like about this place. Jeez, you know, I, when I got married, man, her dad came, my wife's dad came up to me and was like, hey, look, I don't have a problem with the weed or you're growing. I got a problem with you going to jail and mm -hmm. not being able to support my family and my wife and the family, you know? And it's different now. It's definitely different. It's a new world that we're living in. Yeah. And by the way, that's why it was $100 a quarter mm -hmm. because you really might go to jail. You might have to bring a lawyer a stack of money, man. You yep. know? South Florida style. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, just the whole grandma. Did we do this? The the demographic is sixty five and plus, or sixty five plus mm-hmm. out there too. That's pretty much what the article says. But <laughs> hey, think about it, man. Where is this from? This it doesn't matter where it's Fox, placed, but it's from Fox. No, 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 from not, the hill, the hill. I'm not asking the source. I'm asking where is there like a geographic area that this trend is being mm. exhibited in? I don't know. It's a good question. Like Florida. Man. This article is out of Indianapolis. So, and so at least one. But it says national and world. Mm-hmm. Is there, did they like talk to anybody in Florida or anything like that? Right. Just seems to me like with baby boomers retiring and they're like, they got nothing to do. They're not driving around. So they're like, yeah, sure. Why can't I eat some gummies? And then after they try it once, it's like, hey, this is, I'm not like freaking out and jumping out of windows. No, baby boomers, by the way, probably smoked weed in the 60s. A lot of them did. I mean, that was. Yeah, uh, that too. I'll, I'll say this too. I have a client in a different business. That he used to write for the pharmaceutical industry. Right. And he said trust in the pharmaceutical industry has plummeted over the last couple of years. We'll not talk about why. But uh, a lot of those people who believed all of the propaganda against marijuana their whole life or cannabis their whole life. Now they've said, hey, maybe I can't trust these experts. Maybe they're lying about cannabis. Yeah. And so a lot of those people who grew up never questioning are starting to question. I think that probably has a lot to do with why cannabis is becoming more adopted by that demographic as well. I don't have the link, but I swear there's a, there's something, it might be like vice or something, but it's something on YouTube about uh, the villages. Oh, shit. Villages in Florida. In Florida. It's like a huge retirement community in Florida. And how it's just rampant. It's just rampant. It's like, uh, it's just partying. What's that? STDs, yes. weed, or just wet. Yes. But it's just drugs and STDs and people driving around in golf carts. And you admit, like, wealthy, they have live wealthy, entertainment every night. Wealthy rednecks that like to drink. They party, man. All right. You get them on golf cart, man. It's yeah. on. But those are exactly the kind of people that I think where the growth is. Right? Like, they, they used to be drinkers or whatever, and they're partying a little bit. Now it's yeah. like, well, yeah, sure. You're you got the things are spreading STDs. Yes, yeah, more than anybody. Oh, yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Because okay, and Dr. Stone Holmes have to find rampant and specifically. Are you familiar with the villages? No, because it. it's blowing my mind. Okay, I'll. You're gonna look it up. <laughs> oh, it's such a great story. So the villages is just like this mega development, like oriented towards uh, <laughs> retired folks. <laughs> And it's they have like like a downtown and they have live entertainment and there's like right. yeah and they have bars and stuff and so wow. people like drive around on their golf carts and like party it up and like socialize yeah. and here you go STDs rise sharply among older Americans. Wow, go on man. into this tack, man. I want to talk about weed again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when it's, there's no money in it though, or is there always going to be money in cannabis if it's you know you can buy decent carts right next to the container you know right next to the cigarettes at the store and all you got to do is show your card and it's 20 bucks out the door you know what does that do for good homegrown flour i think i we've talked with banner about this and i think he's right there's going to be the people that want the convenience of the carts and then there's going to be people like me i won't ever switch over to carts i've tried them i've they're okay but i love smoking right. flour and i'm just going to keep doing it and i'll grow my own I'm sorry, I'm shouting out to this book. This book is called Invisible Influence by Jonah Berger. Okay, and I'm listening to it. 
and talks about how how you're influenced okay and cannabis you know any kind of fashion whether it's you know a dead scene or what are the cannabis scenes and are you looking it up no, that's a invisible influence invisible influence uh, invisible bird why did i hear what's going on in your head? i got a lot of things i got a lot of ducks on the <laughs> but it just talked and what they talked about they brought up bicycles and banner we all live in in fort collins oh man Dude should be on the show for this one. But it's su- yes, okay, because it's super trendy, different types of bicycles. And they have this one that's called the Fixed or Fixies or Fixed something gear. like that. And it's just the worst technology ever. It doesn't <laughs> use as brakes. It doesn't use like the freewheel. You just have to constantly you be pedaling. Constantly pedal. And if you want to slow down, you have to slow down pedaling. Mm-hmm. The dumbest thing ever. But people use them because it's a style. Because it's identity. All the it's an identity, that, yes. All the people that I know that are fixed gear riders, it's yes. a huge, like they got stickers that say fixed gear. They got patches on their jacket that say fixed gear. It's a huge part of who they yes, are. Yes, it's a culture. What is that going to look like with cannabis? You know, mm-hmm. land race? Am I going to have a, you know, big tat that just says land race right there, man? <laughs> that would cool, be, right? That would yeah. be something that someone would get. I could see Loyal it. to the soil. Yeah. Loyal to the soil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, there's going to be like little subcultures inside of I think there already is. There's, you know, organics. Mm-hmm. Even inside there, there's, you know, whatever, true living organics and all these different subcultures. Yeah, and I'm, people are really psyched to tell you about them you know i'm just envisioning like a post-apocalyptic where the different growers are like in different gangs and they're like is the oh. weed still good it's all i care about man, you know? <laughs> it's <laughs> mad max but the weed <laughs> just put the, I, weed, I, put the I, weed I really down and walk away i think it's a cultural thing man I think that it'll stick around where it is strong and embedded into the culture. Is that what you have? Around, like around here, Colorado, I don't think growing weed at home is going anywhere anytime soon. And is that a, is that going to be a flower thing? You think we're everybody's still, I fl- hash. I've been hitting these carts for a long time, you know, for maybe the last two or three days, just easy, convenient. Oh, man, I'm smoking this joint and I am concerned so we get too hot. It's a different type of high. It is. It really different. is. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that it's a it's a popular Hey, will you go back hobby. to that, Grambo? Sorry. To which one? The the last thing you were at, man, the Jonah Burger way. Is that what he looks like, man? Uh yes. When people write books, you have no idea what they're gonna look like. Uh, God, that hair is fascinating. I is had it? a I had a assumption about his hair based off of his last name. Fascinating. Scramble, get me that filter, okay? Oh, yeah. I, I'm gonna get it for me first. All right. Scramble market edit. <laughs> I'm sorry, batter. <laughs> no worries. Uh I think you're um like where it's culturally accepted and popular, I don't think it's gone anywhere anytime soon. Flower though? We, yes. Well, growing at home. I mean, people still smoke you, cigarettes. Still, still, you might not process so many, it different. Uh, not so many. Jesus. I don't know. Yeah. To be honest, the, the the dudes that are grown that are younger than we are, like the, the younger generation, I see an awful lot of them just washing stuff. Whether or not they're making car, car, carts is kind of like next level, in right. my opinion. But I see a lot of people washing their stuff, man. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. And the tools for that are, are pretty cheap and easy to get. Like you could just get a little washer on Amazon for like what is it fifty fifty seven dollars or something. Yep. One of one of my buddies that's been growing for a long time, 
And I just talked to him last weekend and I was like, so what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm experimenting with the washer right now. I just went out and bought a new one. So I do think that hard tash, that's going to be like where the growers are going. Sure. Yeah. And those can suit the devices like the DabX, the Peak and like that Carta and all those. Those are they've evolved to where they're super easy to use. They're really nice. And so. Once you wash stuff, you got an easy way to consume it. You don't it's have true. to smoke a bowl of H-A-S-H. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. Lebanese blonde. So what do you think? It'd just be your buddy, your neighbor buddy? You got a couple of little extra space like, in the garage? I don't know what percentage it'll be. I feel like there's a consistent percentage of people that will that will grow. And they're distributed in places. like They're concentrated in places where it's like culturally popular, like here or like Oregon, like it's, or California. it's not going anywhere. or Seattle. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? And, and there's definitely the people who are the hobbyist and appreciate it. There's their friends and their family. And that's, that's enough to sustain it all. Agreed. In my opinion. Agreed. Actually, that's kind of cool because it, it, I guess it kind of shrinks everything down and makes it more lo- local ultimately. And if I'm, yeah, in theory, hooking up with a, a buddy and one of my buddies just he's got the garage, Rowdy Rick or somebody like that. And he's got a couple tents and throw him seventy five bucks for an ounce every now and again. Yeah. That's all right. I'll take that all yeah. long. Yeah, yeah. You know? So as as, uh, as like for stoners, do you think that there will always be a, a quest for like new flavor or something that's just quote better. I don't know. That's only a small or do you think fraction it of the out. Most people just want to get high, in my opinion. There's definitely that connoisseur. Think about how much Budweiser is sold. People just want to drink beer. Well, I'm talking about right. like hobby growers. Yeah, and I'll I'll bring this in. This is something that I didn't really understand about the culture and sell it until I started working with you guys. A lot of growers like to smoke other people's stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's part of the culture is kind of sharing that weed and something different. It's new, new. That's what I was saying is I don't think that ever gets old. That's like a, yep. cause when you smoke new bud, you just get higher. And also if I give you cherry Paloma, JR cherry Paloma, you, if every one of us get that same cut and go grow it in our environment, it's the whole, you know, setting thing that makes it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that really Bro. brings the you, nuances out of it. You realize that there's people in the crew that are growing it under different lights and comparing it, right? Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Man. So that's pretty wild. It's like for a hobby, you know, like incredibly interesting. That ain't going anywhere anytime soon, man. People are really like into it and really enjoying it. And I'll say this is one of those plants that people have been growing forever. There's like a natural connection between humans and this plant. I don't think that's going to disappear. That's just something that's built into our nature. You have receptors. It's physically built into your body. Grandpa, yeah. land race. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? That, that would make good. Uh, oh, Uncle Tim. I wish I knew someone that knew anything about tattoos. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it's really good conversation. I appreciate it. Uh, wanted to give dude the day off all right he where he does a lot of labor okay so get the get the day off all right all right is that in canada they they celebrate labor day the day after we do in america like it is not labor day what? i don't know oh i gave the guys today off too man oh dang <laughs> <laughs> why damn it what, what day is I, it? if uh, your recharge shows up a day late that's why right <laughs> Speaking what of time that, is it 
is this is my this is my real growers recharge plug right here. And since I have my marketing team right now, I'm gonna hand it off to you. The why of real growers, sir. Sirs. The why of real growers? Yeah. To make home growing easy and to make it to where if you grow at home, you can grow ding. Well, my, mine's remarkably close. Mine is growing is fun. It's uh, it's simple. You should be able to make it as complicated as you want, but it can be really simple to grow really high quality cannabis. You don't have to go to the store anymore. You're growing great medicine for you, your friends, and your family. That's really what I'm trying to do. It's kind of the goal of my... Professional career. Uh, the way that? I think about it, <laughs> the way I think about it is, when I tried getting into growing, I failed, and I was so intimidated by the process, by how difficult it looked, from all right. the stuff, all the conflicting information that I got. I was scared to try again because I killed my first plant. I was like, I don't even, I don't, I looked at my tent. Every time I looked at it, I felt like a failure. I didn't even want to take it down. I just didn't even want to look oh, at it. And then I met you, and you're like, dude, this is all you got to do. And I did it and I was like, holy crap, I grew some cannabis. And there's so many people like me that don't even get into the hobby because the hurdle is too high to get in for a lot of people. Right. What we do is we make we lower that hurdle down. Everybody that wants to get into it, everybody that wants to make it super easy, here's the easiest way. And we're just trying our best to get as many people that want to do it, doing it as possible. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've been out, I was, you know, guys know my dad's been sick. I've been out of town, I was out of town for a week, came back and it's not like everything was all better, you know? So I'm sitting there, I'm like, you know what? I just don't feel like going to doing is going and doing maintenance in one of the two grows that I've got growing mm -hmm. right now. And I just kind of, I whatever, did some other stuff and I was like, hey, you came in there this morning and I was like, Nate, we got to go look at the map <laughs> and I, I think everything is going to be okay, but I don't deserve for it to be okay. I haven't looked at it in like eight days. And it was beautiful. It looks beautiful, man. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's nice. You're to, a brave man, Scott. <laughs> it's nice to be able to uh, uh, be able to put things on autopilot for a little bit or just be able to take a vacation. It kind of stinks when uh, you're growing plants and you're like, oh, I'm going away for the weekend. I'm going to have to ask someone to come and water my plants. You know, mm -hmm. It's like having a dog, all right? I need you to feed the dog and water the plants, right? Mm -hmm. No, but it's just really, uh, it is getting more attainable, right? Yeah, and that's simpler. Just back to your question, that's kind of like the whole ethos of everything that we do here is the big question I always ask is, right. does this make it easier for people to grow? And that's guides. On. So if you're a grower and you care about making it easier on your life to grow, realgrowers.com. All right. Tight work, man. It was an eight-minute commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I did just decide to smoke the whole Duber one. <laughs> I do miss the dude. The dude keeps the show on track. But we're going to have some fun conversation anyway, right? Yeah. What do we got up next? I am supposed to shout out to the DGC pros, all right? If you want to check out any of the, then Grandma Goodley DGC pros. Well, yeah, New Mill is there, Dynavap, Build the Soil. Those are all badass businesses, products we believe in and use, and they believe in us, so support them. All right. Hey, save a couple bucks. Grab a coupon code. Oh, yeah. Coupon the no-brain code dude, man. Old coupon code dude. Oh, and on that subject coupon. banner, could I throw out the uh, shout out there? Scott's got the shirt on, Heart and Soil. If you guys go to the Heart and Soil's website, you get 50% off of anything using code Grambo this week. 
Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, it's CBD. He's got some gross stuff there. He's got some gear, all sorts of stuff. It's just a dude out. we know from Denver. His name's Brett. Super cool. And then, and then Scott put the shirt on without me. I was like, why are you wearing that? Did you know I got a thing? He's like, uh-uh. Right before the show, I changed yeah. shirts to this one, man. I was drawn to it. So Rambo. interesting. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Hey, I've been trying something different. I texted you guys this weekend, man, about trying something different than me and one I cat cannabis just decided to do it. Weird. You guys didn't respond at like 11 o'clock on a Sunday. Evening. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving. Uh, no, we were talking about the fall of prohibition reports. We used to do these and I let them fall by the wayside. And now I'm sitting around them. I'm like, oh, I can't remember what the law is like. Oh, what is the law like here and there? So uh, we started with Michigan. Michigan is a behemoth. I just saw. <laughs> I just thought, you know, do me a favor, man. Yeah, here's why Michigan marijuana industry is now the top market in the nation. And this one, oh, we're locked out of it, if you're reading. <laughs> anyway, they sold $3 billion worth of cannabis in Michigan this year. Wow. With a B, all right? That's... Wait, did you say in Michigan? In Michigan. Okay, hang on. So that's... Jesus, man, that is insane. All right? That's so that's probably why you're starting to hear all this stuff about, you know... Where is it going? It's going to all the places that are within a day's drive of fishing. <laughs> no, no, that's not, but the, that's not measured though, right? They don't track that. I don't think so. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah. Do me a favor, Grandma. Click the next one. It, the next one says regulators are concerned after two Michigan doctors <laughs> 23,000 medical marijuana cards. Wow. What are yeah. they concerned about? I know. Everything's cool. <laughs> it was like 800 a day. Or anyway. Like that. Hey, Cat uh, made a uh, uh, post about this on Instagram. I don't know. Maybe we'll make a post on, on Dude Grows in the Future. I should have actually. That was the stuff I was thinking about at midnight last night or two nights ago. Uh, but anyway, go over and check this out on Instagram and let us know. Comment over. I want to know what's going on in Michigan. I want to know how prohibition has fallen. And well, DGC, I know, I know you all know the nitty gritty. Am I allowed to say nitty gritty? I want to know. Some microaggressions. I'm scared, man. I'm scared. What are people, where are people getting their weed? Is it good? Yeah. And what are they? What are they? Yeah. Are what's they in the stores? Who's, Tell us. What are you paying for it? Was I talking to you about the progression? Yeah, we were about the progression of the uh, concentrates around here. Yeah. And like in Colorado, the concentrates pretty advanced. You're getting some really high concentrates. I went to a second dispensary. I left the dispensary empty-handed yesterday. I went to another one. Mm. Getting that snooty. <laughs> but, and who were you saying? You were talking to somebody. Was it in New York? There's not, it, it, somebody you were talking to, and you're saying the concentrate game just isn't even close to what it is here. It and was some, Jew. I thought it was you, right? In some of those developing markets. Yeah. yeah. They're not still doing shatter over there, are they? I don't know that it's even available. Huh. Oh yeah, shatter's still available out down the world. Oh, no, no, no. Like, like, like at a dispose. Yeah, oh, like at a dispensary. Chronics. Uh, that, that's why we're doing this. Damn it! All right. My understanding <laughs> is that uh, my understand my like limited understanding is like like in New York, it's right. uh, a lot of the crews that used to run like the delivery services and stuff. They've just opened up storefronts, mm. and it's mostly flour. Really. Because that's what people, and remember Juve saying the same thing, sure. like that's what people are accustomed to is flour. That's why the conversation is an interesting one. And please do comment. Where is it going to be in five years? I remember when we first went legal here in Colorado and somebody 
was rolling a joint and then using something, some kind of whatever we're not allowed to say on YouTube to to gum the paper with. Oh, sure. And uh, thinking, holy crap. And then the first time I smoked some shatter, I was just like, what the heck are people doing to my weed? Yeah. Yeah, it was mind boggling, man. I think carts, though, is definitely, that's a... The discretion of it. You know, just being able to, you know... Hey, mom, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then we're going to hang out and watch that movie together. Yeah. Young, younger generations don't want to smoke as much. Yeah, that's why I think the carts and the edibles are just huge. Hmm. That's where it's going to wind up largely. Well, man, do a couple shout outs with me, sir. Yeah. Man, the dude takes care of business like no other, man. Oh, we got business to do, man. Our DGC producers, produ- I appreciate y'all. That's where it, why. All right, I'm going to stop talking for a minute, man. <laughs> no, but his DGC producers are why we're able to just have these free-form conversations. It's because y'all support us. We don't have to rely on corporate interest, all right? We get to we get mad. Hey, Schedule 3 sounds great, man. <laughs> Sponsored by Dow. You <laughs> by. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we really do appreciate the help. And Ed Loki, thank you for your support. Yeah, how do you say that? Come on, that's the crystals of Fuma. Crystal Fuga. Wow. All right, I know how to say fast grass farm. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys grow over there? That, that fast grass. <laughs> <laughs> Go on over to dudegrows.com slash support to support the DGC. Can I double support, man? Become a part of the DGC. Oh, dude you have likes a drive through. Dude likes to say to be DGC. There you go. Ooh, I like it. And by the way, comment, like, subscribe, tell your friends, buy some recharge or grow dots. There's a lot of ways to support the efforts here. Hell yeah. All right. Are right, you want to do some comments? Yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Don McCracken. <laughs> is that a real name? I don't know. I was just thinking, is that his birth name? <laughs> yeah. I, I got a buddy named Wayne McCracken who's a comedian. So I was like, is this Wayne's brother? Uh, Look, it feels icky. All right. <laughs> nah, just joking. Don McCracken says, 10 years. Congrats, fellas. I'm always buying that recharge. I love it. Well, thank you. 10 years. I don't think it's been 10 years, man. The show? Yeah. No, uh, that was Real yeah. Growers that turned 10. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Growers. Yes. No, yes. It's, that was been 10 years. The wow. show, really? Huh. All right, we'll, we'll check pretty We'll close. check the first one. He's got. He's getting close, that's pretty for close. sure. Pretty close. All right, star 80, star 80. First off, does anybody know what that means? No. That was like a really messed up movie that I saw. Really? Yeah, so mm. starting. No, like no, no, no. I didn't like to show movie? it. It was really disturbing, and so I just wondered why. Like, yeah, forty years later, this guy just decided to make his name from it. But anyway, star- porn. It was about this girl that was uh, uh, that type of actress, an adult, an adult actress, and it was like some terrible murder thing. It's one of those things. Oh. At the end, you go, "Why did they tell me that?" <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but I just appreciate that 40 years later, you still decided making your name. I saw videos how a diluted solution of water and hydrogen peroxide are great for seedlings 
and fungal areas. And I figured, you know, we throw a little grow talk in there. I've heard that, man. If you ever want to, uh, people would put a little hydrogen peroxide on their seeds, uh, get rid of any kind of potential fungal pathogens. Mm -hmm. Just a little 3%. Have you ever heard of anybody doing that? Yeah, for sure. All right. Glad we talked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You can try it if you like. Yeah, I shouldn't. I tell you what, Star Eighty asks where to get great seeds in America. I buy from Quebec seeds in Canada. They are pretty good. I feel like we should do that with a better Quebec accent. And Quebec, uh, and Quebec, Quebec. I like it. Um, and just shameless bug for seeds here and now. Seeds here and now is where I get my seeds from. Uh, James Bean, good dude, friend of the show, uh, definitely lives the life and uh, and hooks up with all the good breeders or brings you all the good breeders. So seedsherenow.com. How's that, man? Uh, just real quick. Have you ever actually had seeds with fungal pathogens? No. I'm just curious. Like, uh -huh. I get it. It's, like, possible. I'm but not, I'm not a big I've never seen or I've never heard that either. You know, they think about that because we're getting seeds direct from a seed bank now. Think about when you were getting stuff that was passed down from your friend and your buddy had it in a safe and... Yeah, if you're opening a pack from a reputable seed yeah. maker, though, like, I wouldn't worry. Yeah. You know, it really helps if you got just a few fungal pathogens. Well, uh, recharge. Does pathogen, okay. mean, does pathogen have to mean bad? Yes. Okay. Yes, but if you got just a couple of those, you know, pathogen uh, uh, spores or something like that, that are waking up and you've got a whole crap load, thousands or, you know, millions and billions of these beneficial spores... The pathogens can't get a foothold. That's, yeah, that's for the sure. idea with beneficial bacteria. Not even beneficial. They call them commensal bacteria. And that just means they don't really do anything. They can't figure out what they do. They just kind of hang out there, but they take up space. And it does, we know people like that, right? Kelly <laughs> went on a date with one a couple of times. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm marketing. Well, my point is they take up space. They actually take up resources. And they take it up when the pathogens go to try where they would do their damage. Hmm. There's a commensal there. So they're like, Never. there's no room in here, man. I can't wreak havoc. I can't even get to the roots. It's, yeah. They're kind of like the cock blockers of the fungal world. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Kenny's date last night. Oh, no. Oh, oh it's so close to not getting it in it, man. I'm so, all right, as long as we're going for it. <laughs> hey, remember we were talking, uh, uh, all right, hang on. Remember we were talking on uh, about cheap greenhouses on the last show? Yeah, yeah. the three bar and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I was kind of irresponsibly telling people, yeah, just hammer some rebar in, you know? And uh, Lefty Slim 7222 says, a note of caution. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hang on. Tangy Man says, before you drive rebar into your yard, it's a really good idea to have any buried lines or pipes tagged. Oh, yeah. yeah. Most areas have a call before you dig. Yeah. Yeah, especially like good an electrical line. Yeah. Not, not a like, good, not going to have a good time. Oh, golly, yeah. And Lefty Slim, really good information here. A note of caution, not all types of plastic are compatible in greenhouse applications. And he says like PVC and UV resistant film. So you might want to check if you're using some high dollar covering plastic. And it's true. That's what they have this tape that goes between the bows yeah. and, the, and the plastic for that reason. So 
That's what you're paying for too, right? And like the better, the more expensive plastics for your greenhouse. You're uh, getting like UV protection. Yes, but even so, just putting that right on PVC, it is not, that's not a good combination. So you'd want to have some kind of buffer between it. Gotcha. Just good stuff, man. The DGC knows. The Did DGC not know knows. And uh, come on, Grambo. Yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I Slow burn this. is L-M-A-O. Why my wife had to walk in the room at this part of the conversation. Oh. She said, what kind of grow talk is that? <laughs> well, remember, it, something's growing. Remember we were talking thick filet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> white dude. Yeah, if you other want to check that out, Cannabis st- Storm Strats. Awesome thing about preventing disaster in your growth. Yeah. Great show. I tried to call my wife thick, man, and she didn't like it. I had a little explaining out of it to do. I was like, no, it's a good thick, man. Colorado fit is it, right? Yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm no. amazed that you thought that that was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling her about thick girls. You know, I was showing her the show. I was writing the show is what I was doing. I was like, come here. Take a look at this. <laughs> no one yeah. else here. <laughs> I thought Scott's face in this free thing. <laughs> Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Uncle Knife 9887 says the show was straight up thick this week. <laughs> All right. Nice, Uncle Knife. Yeah. Uncle Knife. Shout out to Uncle Knife. He is one of the most consistently awesome, hilarious, informative BGCs. Shout out, Uncle Knife. Aw, shucks, man. All right. Shout, shout out to Uncle Knife, too. Yeah. We appreciate your talents, sir. All right, that's my poignant pause. This is the liver, man. <laughs> you guys ready to get into some grow talk, man? Yeah, okay. There we go. This, be this, is, for, this is where I always get the imposter syndrome because I'm hanging around like some of the best growers and I'm just a tiny newbie grower. All right, so this one's kind of just a cool conversation. We're all going to smoke a joint. No, I'm already too hot. I'm not smoking. <laughs> and hop, have a conversation. It says, Dude's Grow Room Building the Ultimate Garage Grow by Massive Buds. 420. All right. Longtime listener and first time poster, as the kids would say, was super excited to hear the dude was building out a room in his garage as I'm in the exact situation. The wife, (laughs) the wife kicked me and my girl out of the basement and into the garage. After doing a couple cycles in the garage, I found out that if I time my grow properly, meaning the time of the year, I can get a good harvest. But most of the year, my garage is either too cold or too hot. Mm. And he said he lives in BC across the river from the dude. Nice. To fix this oh, issue, awesome. I'm in the process of insulating the garage and using half-inch plywood on the walls. Then I'll be building a 9 by 7 room, which I'll also insulate. He says, yes, the room would be built out of two by fours and not two by twos, LOL. And we were talking about that uh, a little bit ago. Just don't be cheap, man. Mm. Give yourself a little spot, a little place to put some insulation in there. Uh, It says, I'll be adding heating, cooling, and buying new lights. Have AC ventilation set up already. Uh, already, And these are great things. Also running a new 60 amp to a sub panel in the garage. So I have enough power. So all those are great things to think about. Uh, now to the questions. I'm wanting to put a tent inside the room so I can have at least a veg and a flower area. I currently have a two by two by three tent that I can use for clones and seeds. My other tent is trash, so I will not be using it. So what size of tent would you put inside of this room? He's asking three three by threes, two four by fours, 
555. Uh, before you ask, no, I don't want to turn the whole area into one room as I would also like to be flowering. I would never assume that you wouldn't want to go perpetual. I was told there'd be no math. Uh, there's not much math. As a matter of fact, I drew it out. All right, I drew it out. <laughs> You could put a four by eight in here. It's a it's a seven by nine area, right? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first, okay? Seven by nine area. So you can put a four by eight in there and still have a three by nine area, okay? So your four by eight's your flowering tent. Your three by nine, don't even put a tent in there. Just that's your veg area. Leave the light on in there if you want. Let it go 18 hours. Have a clone area on one side of it. You know, gonna have a door. You know, you're gonna need some kind of door. Hopefully, it opens out. But that—that's how I would do it. A little four, uh, four by eight flowering room, and then your three by nine uh, for your bitch. And I wouldn't even worry about a tent for your bitch. Growers, now that you figured out your tent size, pimp it out. ACinfinity.com, guys. Look at their advanced grow tent systems. Everything you need carbon filter, inline fan, environmental controller, lighting timer, oscillating clip-on fans, down to the scissors, man. Advanced Grow Tent Systems give you everything you need to get growing. I'm looking at a two by two here for 500 bucks. Coupon code DUDEGROWS brings it on down. 50 off, man. Across their site, coupon code DUDEGROWS, and you could be growing the dank, high-quality lighting, tents. I use them myself. Go over to DUDEGROWS.com forward slash pros if you want to see all the coupon codes listed to pimp your grow out guys and now let's take it back to scotty hanging out with banner and high c i was off for labor day it's late take it easy i have a question yes sir uh one thing that i notice in most people's garages is just an extreme difference in coldness of the oh, floor yeah. oh and since your plants are right down by the floor should you take anything into consideration for dealing with that Yes. Uh, damn, that's a pretty good idea. That's pretty good, man, for a non-grower, man. Well, I just know, I mean, we've even had issues yeah. here where it's not that much of a difference, but just being on a, sure. I'm assuming being in a basement on the carpeted floor versus yeah. being setting yeah, your tent up on true. the cement floor in a garage. Man, I will say that I set up a little gym upstairs and I bought these little tiles that go together. They kind of interlock together. Mm. Man, that'd be good. Just half inch rubber tiles. Okay. That's yeah, a good inexpensive. solution. Yeah. I mean, just off the cuff, that's what I'm thinking. But yeah, that's an interesting problem to solve. You're right. I wonder if they have like heated tiles. If they don't. <laughs> Somebody no. go buy heatedtiles.com before. <laughs> no, you can do it. The idea is just to get, you're right, though, that that uh, concrete floor especially mm -hmm. will suck a lot of, of heat out of some containers put directly on there. Yeah. So even just not putting them directly on there. And Scott, that definitely does suck. What's that? A lot of heat as a pun. <laughs> Grumbo's the comedian. No, it's a, it's a line from Wayne's not, World. Man. If you guys remember Wayne's World, it's like, oh, it certainly does suck. Oh, that's true. You should have delivered it that way, Grandpa. Now I'm a hack. <laughs> Man, was that the 80s or the 90s? Last row was the 90s. 91, right? 90. That was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. So I vote one four by eight for flower. And I mean, we can go specific with the lights. I don't really think you need to go too specific with the lights. You know, to, you know I, put, I put two big HLGs in there, you know, biggest ones I could find in the four by eight. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Use coupon code DUDE when I <laughs> HLG. What, what about you guys? Uh, well, I mean, for me, you're gonna you want to split the space into uh, 
two different light cycles. Sure. And so then the other thing is just access, like, mm. like literally being able to get to your plants. So, uh, I guess depending on what you what your yield expectations are, I think it's definitely between a five by five and a four by eight. Four by eight, yeah. you're going to be able to get a little bit bigger yield, it's but true. you'll have less space for for veg and for clones. Me and Ben were talking about like that things have changed so much that there's people who are bummed out that they have to trim too much wheat now. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, man, maybe it'll just wash it. You know what I mean? People don't want to trim all that much wheat like a four by eight. Just trim it when we smell good. Yeah, right? So things are changing. A four by eight, a flower tent is a lot for personal consumption. Yeah. Yeah, you better exactly. Have friends, man. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend, I mean, unless you're like trying to hustle some, uh, I would rather go with a five by five and have a little more room to uh, work. Yeah. And have uh, some room for veg. You might want to keep some moms at some point. Sure. Uh, you might want to run a pack of seeds. Where you're gonna have like a bunch of sure. plants, and you need a little more room for veg. Well, in my, in my, I still keep if I've got that four by eight, I've still got a three by nine area, so I can run, you know, a pack of seeds in one one part there. You can, you know, certainly do a lot of vegging and something yeah. like that too. Yeah, for sure. So just I, that's what I was saying, like somewhere between. Yeah. Personal preference between those two. Okay. If you like the layout of the room. Grambo, you got any thoughts, man? I'm trying to take the pressure off Nate here, man. All that math, man. I turned into high C for a second. Uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. I couldn't figure it out in my head. And then I did. I had it. I drew it out. I was like, oh, that makes total sense now. Nobody makes a five by seven ten, huh? Oh, no. I have to see what AC Infinity does. They do make those. Uh, you know, two section tents. They got a veg and a flower in them. That'd be cool to check out too. Yeah, you don't need a veg. You don't need a veg tent though, because just make your whole thing a veg. Who cares if you got light leaks in veg? You know, there. You know, the real problem is flowering, and you just seal that off with a tent. Because it depends on whether you want to control that airspace uh, temperature and humidity or not. Might be easier to do that. Keep mm -hmm. it warmer than an outside. That's you're all right, man. You're all right. <laughs> yeah. You a tent grower? Yeah. You do grow intense? Yeah. <laughs> he said it's a quiet man. Intense, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Growers do it intense. Yes. Or you know. Patent ending, right? You can't see it. Maybe you should put that on the uh, new growth <laughs> merch store. Make a sticker. All right. Yeah. This, I like it. I'm very cool, man. I think we got some good ideas going there. Yeah. Yes. Would you like to shout out, man? Can we shout out to a couple of people? Let's shout out some people. Oh, I'll shout out to Weedo. 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 Nice. <laughs> Come on, Banner. Take this delicious sounding one right here. Trachome dipped hillbilly. Mm, you remember that trachome dipped hillbilly? Trachome dip. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. You, you got it? No. Nope. Come on, dude. Where's my bong? <laughs> thank you very much yes thank you dgc producers appreciate the hell out of you and yeah uh what do i say if you want to become a producer go to dudegrows.com slash support hell yeah damn the dude does good <laughs> he's so smooth he is a pro dude does good all right man i think we did it what? I think we did a show. I think all that's left to do is laugh. Do you yeah. like to laugh? Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> autism dad makes me laugh. <laughs> this is autism dad. Uh, by the way, he is a true artist. He never names any of his posts. All right, they're just autism dad. Yes. And I don't know who is this kid. I don't, yeah, I don't know. And he said, when you smoke by yourself and start thinking about the stars, space, and who you really are. Bro, my name is Taco. Well, he's eating a taco, smoking a joint. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh shit. And and yeah, I don't know. Anybody that just puts hoagie fest clicking. <laughs> summer summertime. Uh, I was born, nah, I was born in Philadelphia. I was gonna say it sounds like Hoagie is what they call a sub and it just says Hoagie Fest. I missed the two one five, which is the hey. area code. It's Hoagie. Yeah, and it just says summer. Summertime. Oh, nice. And that is just a Scott's joke. favorite phrase. Yeah, it's just a joke between all of us. I'm like, hey, why is everything going all fucked up? Because that's summer, summertime. <laughs> summer, summertime. Everything will be fine, man. So I thought that particularly funny. And by the way, I put that one. <laughs> Grandpa, this didn't show up. The markup didn't show up on this. Which one? The cheesesteak markup. Okay. Just I put the, the Hoagie Fest thing because. I'm on some groups on uh, on uh, Facebook. Facebook, yeah, and it's stuff like pizza lover, you know, like oh, yeah, homemade pizza. And so they got you into the cheesesteak gurus, and somebody, oh she, if you scroll down, somebody put this. They're all happy. They made a sandwich, and I don't know if you can see in the comments. Somebody literally marked it up in the comments and was just like, "Hey, look, you have burnt parts here, here, not <laughs> really." I was like. Yes, that way. Scroll to, yeah, click on that. Click, click down there. It says 13 replies. Mm -hmm. Click on it. No, no, click right? on the 13. Oh, yeah, replies. right there. And then, too, I'm telling you, scroll down. And then that reply has 10 replies. Oh, okay, forget it. I'm telling you, the guy literally marks it up. He says that because <laughs> it's just insane. All right, it's insane. That's it. <laughs> they want to I was down the rabbit hole, but I was like, I cannot believe this guy took it took so much time to bust this guy's balls. It was very important to him. It was. And it's a damn good looking sandwich. Come on. Look Come at on. Look at the burn ins there. Oh, there. Man. There. Uh, I with, like the burn. Without the markup, it's nothing. Oh. Damn it. <laughs> hey, this guy is my new favorite gym troll. Just This guy's awesome. I don't really understand this guy. Gym troll. I, well, look at him. <laughs> Just a bunch. Oh, wow. Like, what is he doing? He's sleep lifting, bro. Sleep lifting people, right? What? I don't know. We need a dude here. How much is 230 kilograms? What? Does that show two people? You guys doing that on weed? No. Yeah, just watch this for a little bit. It's odd. Is this ASMR, man? I like it. I do. Where's Kenny? I want Kenny's opinion on this. Right? Weird though, right? Oh, his name's Igor. He's Russian. He's got to smoke weed, right? No. I'm really creative about stuff, man. I mean, what do you do if you see this guy in the gym doing this crap? I warned the Ukraine. Hope he doesn't throw it at him. Dude, he's a beast. This guy. Yeah. Hacky sack. If he's still in shape, why does he look so fat? I don't know. Get, get abs, bro. Grow up and get abs. <laughs> it's a center of gravity thing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's good stuff, man. 
What else did I? F- oh, hey, I got Dab's ASMR going. Oh, yeah, you do. This is a nice one. Watch this. It's pretty cool. And, and then. Oh, wow. What do you call this, man? I don't know, but that's amazing. It is pretty cool, right? That's all these new devices. That looks like a vape pen to me. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I could watch that. It's like Boba. Boba. (laughs) (laughs) It's Budba. Oh, man. This is so this is ASMR, right? So keep going, man. Is is that what they call this stuff? I think so. It could be. (laughs) What's What's the red stuff? I just love watching this kind of stuff. What is that? Uh, what is that? It's opium roll. It's pure opium. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen red dabs like that? No. What is that? I don't know. Someone please tell me what that is. Oh, wow. It's cool. Yeah. If you know what that is, let us know in the comments. It looks like terp jello. Yeah. Dude, this makes my Facebook feed good when I click on this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> You know what the best part is? Is that you'll hopefully I'll just get a, play this while we talk. If you you'll get a uh, an Amazon like recommendation. Oh yeah. based on that. Yeah, I'm a mess with my Amazon recommendations. That's a good. That's a good, <laughs> good way to influence it. What the heck? It goes on for like eight or nine minutes. It's awesome. <laughs> that's a dog riding a bull. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. It's adorable. I don't know why I like it. it I just like awesome. it. That's all. If you're only listening, you're missing out. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube to see. Well, seems kind of cute too. Maybe he likes to go on boats. Okay, I got something for you though, man. Uh, Warehouse Kyle sent this to me. Okay, the psychedelic cup. Psychedelic cup is coming to Denver. Nice. Oh my! From the psychedelic club of Denver. Mm. Search for the best homemade mushroom. For real, he's gonna be there. Yeah. 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 Look at that, man! Psychedelic club of Denver presents. Wow, there's a psychedelic club of Denver. That's what? awesome. Why aren't we going? Bro, we need to go to this. All right. Hey, uh, where is Do it? they actually consume Mile Stadium? and they judge? It's at Mile High Stadium. No. <laughs> no, Station. Station. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. I was going to say, wow, that explodes. It's gone mainstream. That escalated man. quickly. Look at this scaling there, Banner. This is a nice website. I like that. <laughs> wow. Cool, great scaling, man. Mm, I like it. <laughs> Excellent graphic design. Oh, that's what I got. That's what I got. If dude lets me go wild with the show, it would be like that. Yeah. Yes. That was a fun episode. It was good to hang out. I always enjoy hanging out with y'all. Me and Bagger were hanging out this morning, and we go, I think we're doing the show. So we just we zipped it for a little bit, man. Sounds like you're doing the show. Sounds like you're doing the show. Great hanging, boys. Banner, thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I see you rock, brother. Rambo. Yeah, man. Even though you look like a cop, you're amazing. <laughs> you look like a... You know, remember Eric Cartman? Respect my authority. Yeah. 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 That's my son. God, you are legit scary, man. I don't like that. <laughs> or, I, like, it was I like Officer Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. I thought it was for Jimmy Buffett. Oh, just a cheeseburger paradise, bro! Shout out to Jimmy Buffett. The great Jimmy Buffett has passed. He, all right, he, he's just a cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> Heaven. Grandpa Marconetti. Standing in front. Oh, you know what, man? Keep it going. But all y'all, take it easy. Oh, <laughs> my